Hello guys, welcome to Cats Hub Central and I am your host Kat Kamunde. I have been down with a massive cold and flu that I am now recovering from and I'm so grateful that I'm able to record once again. I've missed it and I've missed you guys. I hope all of you are doing well. I needed to share something from uh, an experience I had last week uh, or yeah, towards the beginning of last week if I'm not wrong. I have a habit of calling home to speak to my sister-in-law and my niece um, at least once or a couple of times a week to just check up on them. So last week was one of those conversations. And while we were having a conversation, I remember uh, the mother informing me that, you know, um, she was a bit startled by how my niece had, um, had gone all, you know, <laughs> she decided to bring up some pretty interesting questions. So what she'd asked her mother is, uh, Mommy, how come um, in our entire family, there doesn't seem to be anyone else who's as artsy as I am, you know? She loves art. She's a girl that's very artsy. She has a very good musical ear and she, she loves to dance. And honestly, she's a very expressive girl. And every time I look at her, I, I see me growing up, you know? Um, so then the mother tells her, um, no, but Auntie, Auntie Kat sings. <laughs> really, I'm just going to, to, to laugh once in a while because I think if, like replaying this conversation again in my head just gives me some, some kind of feel. So um, then she asks, uh, my guka doesn't sing, doesn't dance, doesn't do anything. Oh, my shushu doesn't do A, B, C, D. Oh, and you, you're not even artsy. Oh, and, and daddy is not like this, like this. So, so she says, your auntie Kat actually is very artsy. She writes, she sings, and then she's like, hold up, she sings? Oh, yes, she does. How come I've never heard any of her songs? You know, very interesting, these kids. And remember, this girl is only, she's seven, so she's turning eight years uh, later on this year. So um, now my in-law being, um, trying to just, you know, my, 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 okay, well, I'll just hold up. My niece is a very factual child. When you tell her something, you just better be sure that you have backup to prove it. Otherwise, when it gets to a point where she says, oh, uh, Fulani lied to me, you know, Alini Danganya, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't become pleasant. So a lot of the times when we are having a conversation or conversations uh, starting from um, questions she initially asked, we are very careful to just justify it so that it's not, we're not just saying it for the sake of it. So, oh, I feel so bad for my sister-in-law. So she goes to YouTube and she plays a couple of tracks. And um, my, my niece listening keenly to what's being sung, to what I'm doing and trying to, you know, um, to, to just gauge whether she can sing equally as well. And then she hears me say something. I'm going to play just a small part of this track 
and then we'll talk about it. So just hang on. So here goes. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> I am a gender non-conforming bitch. Beautiful guys. This song, I was uh, enrolled as a student at the Saudi Academy and at that time I was an activist. So we were given a project which would be you write a song and you're going to have it recorded um, just as a sample to just check, you know, uh, how your vocals are and stuff like that. So this is why I wrote the song. At the time, we have, uh, we still do have them. The intersex and the transgender community were very less visible back in the years. So I felt like from an activist point of view and as an artist, there's a lot of other mainstream music going around, so it would be interesting to just get to, 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 to write a song about a particular community that was, in my opinion, underrepresented. So in this song, I am singing about being transgender, I'm singing about being an intersex, and, and I have feelings, and I am human, and all this. So at some point, I mention... Um, I am a gender non-conforming bitch, as you heard. And my niece picked up on the word bitch. And then she started now questioning the mother, uh, you know, why? Why is auntie calling herself a bitch? And trust me, I think I went quiet for a while because this is something I wasn't expecting. It hit me so hard because... In the first instance, I did not even know how I, Kat, would have reacted if a child of my own, leave alone a child of my own, a child ever asked me what it, you know, like why I am calling myself a bitch, you know? And um, I just started, I, I was stuttering. I, I didn't even laugh. I was just like, you know, the kids these days, I just can't keep up, you know. And I just started now uh, questioning and asking, so what did you do? You know, like part of me was really feeling awful, you know, at the fact that she just has to, to explain. She has to explain why I, and this is not a conversation I've even had with her, I would, you know and comes back to i've already explained why i wrote this song but you know for a child probably having this conversation might not suffice because you just simply would have to explain to go to so much depth and maybe they would still not get it so i began now breaking it down and i could hear her in the background also trying to get into our conversation um, to, to just ask, uh, yeah, mommy, uh, I want to speak to Auntie Kate. Like, Auntie Kate, why did you call yourself a bitch? So I'm like, a bitch is, is a, an abbreviation of the B, I, and T, and C, and H. 
and in my head i'm really trying to quickly look for these abbreviations i don't know something about um a beautiful individual in total control of herself if i'm not wrong there were those abbreviations that people would put together to just you know this is what what a bitch means because according to the dictionary mind you a bitch is <laughs> a bitch is a female dog <laughs> so technically probably according to her understanding and in the fact that she was able to recognize what a bitch is i mean technology these kids and technology i just can't keep up as i said earlier like it's too much because i think when i was her age i never really i'm not sure i even knew what a bitch was you know uh probably when i got when i grew up a little uh, later I probably was able to understand that it may be a female dog but first was like it's almost it's an abusive word when you use it on yourself or you use it on others people will be like oops cuz literally you just like insulted yourself or have insulted that other person so I I just told I told my sister-in-law you know actually I'm not, I I wasn't calling myself a dog but what i actually was talking about is i'm talking about these two beautiful girls or these two handsome boys you know who are beautiful but also in total control of themselves which means they're able to take care of themselves they're able to love themselves they're able to just do the things they enjoy doing you know that kind of thing just twisting that whole conversation but if you ever got into my brain at that particular time i can tell you for a fact it was in knots i i had i don't know i think i had several knots in my brain you know just tying and untying and retying and changing the color of the of the of the bands or whatever it is that was tied to them i was a lot was cooking in my mind at that time and i began to think about parenting you parents are special one of the people i appreciate so much the most is is how parenting has changed over the years a lot of things are being done differently back in my years on my days when i was that young we there were mobile phones yes but i mean it wouldn't be something that my mother would place on the on the table and i would be running to grab and use it because i also didn't know how to use it so kids today have access to that they have access to wifi they have access to youtube to google just literally everything is just placed right there and a lot of the times the work you as parents are having to do is is a lot you have to bring these kids up as responsible individuals in society as responsible children and individuals as people who can are, can relate with others are kind to others can share with others and i know that's not necessarily easy i say this is one of the careers that it's you do it for free literally you don't even get paid for it you know and then the other thing is you just probably get one shot not even probably you get one shot at raising these children if you make one heck of a mistake then you're screwed so it's it's 
it's a calling if you ask me it's the digital age and kids is is an extremely tough it's fun but it's also a tough um i don't know what i'd call it navigating around parenting in this age and no matter what their age is you know technology has just become part and parcel of our everyday lives and children today are brought up in that environment that's surrounded by all these digital things and services and gadgets uh, smartphones tablets ipads you name them so we have to keep up to speed but then we also have to be very careful uh, because it's crucial how we want to parent in the right way and i speak this as someone who doesn't even have children of my own i do not have a child but by the mere fact that i have been a teacher and i have taught for so many years um school uh, school uh, age uh, going kids say from between um 6 years all the way to around 15 it takes a lot of patience a lot of love a lot of kindness and kids are the most amazing human beings you could work with because they're innocent and navigating how to control their use of the technology in a way that doesn't deny them the chance to enjoy have fun play but also at the same time be able to be to, to stay constructive you know in a way that they do not use those gadgets in a like in a destructive manner so um i've been thinking about all this kind of things and in in just in relation to that and i have to big up my sister in law because being able to to raise such a sharp child and children of this uh, digital age are quite sharp they know quite a lot they ask quite many questions and sometimes if you're not prepared you're going to be caught off guard you have to answer questions you didn't even know sometimes they pop a word up that you probably have never heard and they need you to explain what the meaning is and if you can't definitely it's not it doesn't make you any less of a parent but then those are some of the challenges parents today i imagine would be facing raising up children in this kind of of generation so before i say anything else i'd just like to big up all of you parents because i think you are doing a great job and even if you feel like you're barely scratching the surface trust me i appreciate i acknowledge because you're making steps Whatever it is you're doing parenting just keep doing it as long as it's not going to be destructive for your child as long as it's not going to be abusive as long as it's not going to get this child to a place where when they grow up they cannot relate with other humans or other individuals because of you know their thinking mentality um their open mindedness and i know this is really broad when we talk about it because there are certain conversations that you probably wouldn't have with a child at eight but there are also those other conversations you'd be able to have with your child at a particular age so these days the rates of suicide are so high up you know 
And because of this exposure, there's a lot of negative things also going around the internet. This bullying. Is this the fact that also technology somehow is denying family time? Because I remember there are times when I I have seen kids and you know it's about time for them to do homework but then they've been watching this nice um you know melody or cartoon on youtube and they do not just want to disconnect just yet and sometimes it's a pain to see parents really struggle because they would like to to stop them from from watching to just either eat or do homework or go shower or go to bed and you know, you, you need to know how to balance being nice and the fact that certain things have to be done. And when I say no, it's no. Vis-a-vis being nice with your child and ending up ending up spoiling them. So for me, those are some of the things I think about constantly. And because even when I am home myself, I find myself stepping into the parenting shoes often. And I am careful in the way I do it, in the way I, you know, I discipline, in the way that, you know, the conversations that we have with one another, because she she asks a lot of questions. And I am glad I'm someone who spends quite a large amount of time on internet reading up stuff. So rarely will she ask a question I'm probably not prepared to answer. I would only probably, excuse me, be able to navigate around how do I have this conversation? Because then again, you wouldn't generally blot out anything to a child. Children, during the cycle, is it called the sensory motor stage? Yes, if I remember my studies well back in college. During that sensory motor stage, or even before, we, we always assume that kids don't remember things or they don't hear things when we talk about them. But let me tell you, the mind of a child is so, so smart. They are bound to hear something, retain it, and they probably are going to, to mention or quote it years later and you'll be left in shock a lot of the times. Personally, there are conversations out over here my mom have with my dad, even if there are arguments or fights, and there would be statements probably made, and I, I remember them to date. And these things happened when I was still a very young girl, say 12, 13, you know, but I still remember them. So we need to do things or be able to also engage with one another as grown-ups and as parents in front of our children uh, without assuming that well they don't they they don't even know what's going on well they they do know what goes on you know they do know what's going on so i'd like to big you up and i would probably much later would like to just get into how to navigate uh the negativity on social media the effects the technology would have on your child on or you or on your parenting um and these days also the challenge that a lot of parents are having to go to work therefore you have to delegate the parenting duty to someone else and sometimes you you witness situations where the helps probably get to spend much more time uh, with your children than you would and i wouldn't entirely blame you because at the end of the day you're fending for them but in the way that you balance the time it's very important that you also set aside time to spend and bond with your kids because it's absolutely important 
I would like to go on and on and on, but today was just to talk to you about this bitch issue <laughs> because it was it was very mind-boggling for me. I think I'm still unpacking the contents of that conversation last week and also getting to understand that parents, you parents are doing such a dope job and I wouldn't just want to sit back and say oops anyway I'm not a parent I don't care I do care and engaging with parents on a daily basis to hear some of their experiences parenting is very encouraging for me it's something I love to listen to because I love kids and I would like to encourage you to keep going at it keep doing your thing you know keep 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 bringing these kids up in the way that you know in society many years later probably when we're in our 70s or 80s stepping out there and having a very mature conversation with a child who's probably not even half your age you know um who's like 20 and you're like 60 70 and still be able to rock it because you've brought them up in such uh, a responsible manner and that's it i'd like to go i'd like to know what you guys think about this and um yeah let's engage in the next one i'm ideally just trying to decide in my head uh what i'm going to talk about but parenting is one of those big things for me because i admire what you do as parents well of course not everyone we have parents who are very abusive but on the larger parts a lot of the ones i have met and engaged with and some of the children i've met engaged with and you'll be able to actually tell um how a child's been brought up by how they behave in the first instant anyway you know you'd be able to tell what kind of parenting they they are going through is it good are they just spoiled are they disciplined you'll be able to know you can tell easily to even when they mature when people grow up later in life you'll be able to easily tell a child who's been properly brought up and someone who's just plain spoiled you know these spoiled brats yeah so anyways i'm going to leave it at that thank you for listening goodbye